Hey everyone, this is Brandon Shields. Today is Tuesday, April 28th, 2020. Welcome to another episode of our new podcast initiative designed to help you practice the way of Jesus in a time of global pandemic. This week we're going to be exploring different practices of prayer, and I want to start by reading a passage from the Apostle Paul found in Romans chapter 8, verses 26 to 27. He says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. One of the things I've noticed during my morning times of prayer as we linger longer in the pandemic is that my mind is just in overdrive. I'm constantly fighting distraction as my mind and my heart are flooded with these seemingly random and scattered thoughts and feelings and urges and desires. I'm worrying about my family getting sick or I'm wondering what the latest virus update's going to be. I'm anxious that I haven't done enough to take care of our church. I'm sad that my son's going to be celebrating his 14th birthday at home this weekend, and so on. These are the kinds of things that just pop into my mind as I'm trying to pray and focus on God. And these unexpected and often unwanted thoughts and feelings make it extremely difficult to keep a single-minded focus on God in prayer. Now, thankfully, I'm not alone in this struggle. I know many are also struggling in similar ways. And I was reminded of a quote from a book that I love by Henry Nouwen called The Way of the Heart. When he describes what happens in his times of solitude and silence and prayers, he tries to enter in. Here's what he says happens. He says, as soon as I decide to stay in my solitude, confusing ideas, disturbing images, wild fantasies, and weird associations jump about in my mind like monkeys in a banana tree. Anger and greed begin to show their ugly faces. I love that imagery, like monkeys in a banana tree. That's what it's like to struggle to pray, and particularly in a time of crisis where there's so much anxiety and we're just freaking out, it seems like, so much. Um, those monkeys begin to run a little bit wilder than usual. So the question is, how do we drop down beneath those compulsive thoughts and feelings and desires to find the peace of God that the Apostle Paul says surpasses knowledge or surpasses understanding or surpasses conscious awareness even. One of the practices that I've had to really lean into even more than usual in this season is a type of prayer called breath prayer. Breath prayer or praying with the heart has been practiced in the church for millennia particularly in the Eastern Orthodox Church and the monastic traditions. Breath prayer helps you move beyond words and thoughts and feelings. Not that those are bad things, and there's certainly a time to to pray with words and to pray with our thoughts and with our feelings. But it allows us to move beyond those to a place of interior silence with God. And this is important because the noise that often clutters our head and our hearts, and our souls, and our imagination that give rise to our words, and our thoughts, and our emotions, often don't come from the Spirit of God living in us. Sometimes they do, but often they come from other competing voices, or other compulsions around and within us. 
They come from friends. They come from our families of origin. They come from messages that we're receiving and picking up in our culture. Or even sometimes the Bible says they come from demonic powers. There's this battle for the imagination, this battle for um, our hearts and our minds, um, and demonic powers can influence us. Sometimes we need to get beneath that noise, let the raging rivers within us calm down or settle, stop talking to God or at God, and really start to, to listen to God in the silence. By paying attention to and taking our cues from our body's natural rhythm of breathing. Breath is a really interesting concept in the Bible. If you go back to the very beginning, the Bible says that the the Spirit of God Himself breathed life into our bodies, breathed life into creation. This is the word ruach, from which we get the word spirit or breath or wind. And there's a deep connection, a rich connection in the Bible between uh, breath and life. The breath of God was breathed into our bodies and we became, Genesis 2 says, living creatures. And that very spirit that gave life to our bodies is also the same spirit that recreates new life in us in Jesus by grace through faith. And now that same spirit, that same ruach or the pneuma in the New Testament is, uh, is the very life of God living in us. And by paying attention to our breath, the spirit of God in us, we disrupt the distractions, the self-talk that keep us preoccupied with ourselves. And we remind ourselves that God's spirit is nearer to us than our own thoughts and feelings and even than our own breath. Breath prayer creates space for the spirit of God, who Paul says, exist deeper than our conscious feelings that give rise to our words and our conscious thought that gives rise to our words to intercede for us with groans and prayers that we're not even aware of. I love this language here from Paul. Henry Nowen goes on to say in that book, he says, silence guards the inner heat of religious emotions. This inner heat is the life of the Holy Spirit Within us, the silence is the discipline by which the inner fire of God is tended and kept alive. That's what we're after, that inner fire, the Holy Spirit, the, the peace and the power and the presence of God. Tending to that and keeping that alive is not always something that's done with words. Oftentimes it's accomplished through silence and allowing the Spirit, the fire of God to touch us and to speak God's love and His peace over us. So what does this breath prayer actually look like? It's actually quite simple. You take a word or a phrase, could be from scripture, and you draw in deep breaths in, you breathe in the life of God, and you breathe out your cares and concerns, your worries, and your anxiety. And you simply take a word or a phrase and you repeat it in the presence of God. Many people choose to use what's called the Jesus prayer for breath prayers, and that comes from Luke chapter 18, when the blind man cries out to Jesus as he passes by, he says, Lord Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. This phrase could be really anything, but maybe the Jesus prayer is a good place to start. It could be an an image from the Psalms. It could be, you know, God is my my refuge, my fortress, my, my keeper. There's all kinds of imagery in the Psalms you could borrow off of. Or it could be a name of God. God is healer. God is my shepherd. Or it could be as simple as just saying, come, 
Holy Spirit, come Jesus. These prayers can be said throughout the day as anxiety arises, as you find your peace being disturbed, or as you are just longing to be in the presence of God and finding your your mind and your heart divided and distracted, you can simply just take a breath prayer, breathe in and breathe out to help ground you in God's love and God's peace. So as we close, I just want to take a minute and I want to lead you through this exercise. I want to encourage you to stop what you're doing, place your feet on the ground, take take your hand and put your hand over your chest or on your stomach and, and feel your body. Become aware of your breathing as it cycles in and out, in and out from your lungs, up through your chest, out your mouth. Breathe. And as you're doing that, I want you to imagine and picture the Holy Spirit living in you. Searching your mind, searching your thoughts, your feelings, your desires. Interceding for you, speaking the peace and the love and the mercy of God over you in deep groans that you can't even comprehend. I want you to take this Jesus prayer and I want you to breathe in these words. Lord Jesus, Son of David. Breathe out, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. The mercy and the love and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, Paul says, will guard your heart and your mind today. In Christ Jesus. Let me close again with these words from Romans chapter 8. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Grace and peace to you as you go throughout your day and you live with the very breath of God breathing new life into your body today.